Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. still awake so I picked up a pen and a page and I started writing just what I'd say if we were face to face I'd tell you just what you mean to me tell you these simple truths be strong in the Lord and never Let's give him another hand. <laughs> Doesn't matter who's up there or who's missing. Everybody is so perfect the way, the way you guys are together. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. This has been an interesting week for me. I'm going to uh, start off with the cute little joke, and then we'll go into whatever God, I don't know what God's going to say, so we're just going to let God do what God do. <laughs> Um, 
So I heard a little story about these, this uh, couple that was arguing about who was going to make the coffee in the morning. And the husband said, well, it's your job to make the coffee in the morning. She said, what are you talking about? It's not my job to make the coffee in the morning. It's your job to make the coffee. So they're arguing back and forth, arguing back and forth. And it gets into a heated discussion. And she's like, hey, hold on. I can solve this once and for all. The Bible says that it is the man's job to make the coffee. And he says, what are you talking about? It doesn't say it in there. She said, yes, it does. She said, look. And she opens up the Bible and she points to Hebrews. <laughs> right? <laughs> And he made the coffee. <laughs> oh, man. It's even spelled that way, too. Um, <laughs> when you break it up, it is. Two-syllable words. So we have been um, moving into each month. We've been seriously going into the power that's connected to the month, how unity does it. In unity, we believe that every one of us has... 12 spiritual faculties that move us into a closer and a deeper expression of the spirit within. And for the month of October, the power, the, the energy that we move in is zeal, having a passion for God. But there's, deep, there's something deeper than that as I was going into that, because zeal is our ability to be enthusiastic. It's our ability to be passionate. It's our ability to mo motivate. It's our ability to start and initiate, right? But as I've been sitting with God, this question has been coming to me more and more, and we're going to unpack it today. I guess God's wanted me to unpack it today because my life has been preparing me for it, and I, I haven't even, wasn't even able to create an outline for it because God's been working with me. So my life, as we, as we talk today, it's going to unfold before you guys. This whole thing, however it comes, Holy Spirit's going to move it out. So I have a question, and God asked me this, and it was deep, because as God was asking me this, I'm like, why are you asking? The fact that I'm hearing it is my answer. Do you hear God calling you? Seriously, do you hear God? Or are those thoughts in your mind blocking out God talking to you. Because God's always talking. We're connected to the divine mind. Last month, we talked about divine order, which was the sequence of how things are created in his mind, idea, expression. That's how things open up, because we are all connected to the mind of God, right? And how God expresses through us is through divine ideas. They, they show up as thoughts. But do you hear God? Zeal is the urging that pushes us forward. Do you hear what God's pushing you to do? Seriously, when you think about it, do you hear God? Do you, do you even take the time to sit down, besides coming to Wednesday meditations, which we do, which is awesome to do it together, but when you do it by yourself, it can be even more awesome. Is there a deep intimacy between you and God? Have you lived and, and are you dwelling in the secret place of the Most High? 
The scripture for today that I want to use is coming from, um, let's see, it's a couple, God. Which one is it? It's Psalm chapter 46, verse 10. And I've used, this, I've used this many times, but God's working with me on a deeper level. Every time I read scripture, I go to a deeper level. This scripture says, be still and know that I am God. Now, in the Bible, it says I am God and it's lowercase am. But the truth is when you really go into being still, you realize that you are talking to your, when it's not just God talking to you, be still and know I am God. You're saying it to yourself. Be still and know I am God. Do you know that? Now, as I was talking about this in the, the little, the little excerpt, I mean, um, email that was sent out, the little summary, I said that, I said, this month we will study the spiritual faculty of zeal. And I said, it is that fire, which Charles Fillmore, the co-creator of Unity says, he says it's the fire within that urges us forward. But how do you know where to go if you haven't connected? I want us to move deeply into this because that fourth unity principle of, of aligning ourselves with God through prayer and meditation is powerful. It is really powerful. You know when you are connected. Has anybody been in a moment where you knew that you were connected with God? Anybody? <clears throat> Did you know that you heard God? Did you know that you heard what God was, supposed to, what God was telling you? How did you know? I'm asking, how did you know? Feeling. The feeling. Peace. Peace. Reassurance. My cell phone. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh <this> cell phone. <laughs> God calls you up sometimes, that's true. God will call you up. <clears throat> this is serious because I have been going through, when the, the weather's been changing, right? And I have been going through feelings of asthma. Anybody experience asthma? You feel like you're suffocating. It's the worst feeling in the world that you can't breathe. And then you're coughing because there's inflammation in your bronchial tubes that's causing you to not to breathe, um, to let constricts you from breathing even more. And then you get lightheaded, and sometimes when you just can't breathe, you may go into a panic feeling, right? It is scary. And yesterday, like I had come out of having, I didn't have to use my inhaler earlier this week, and then yesterday we went over to my girlfriend's house, and they had a bonfire, and the wind blew, and the smoke went right into me, and I was like, <gasps> and then I went, <sighs> and smoke came out of my mouth. I was like, I don't want to smoke today. <laughs> but it triggered a really, I won't say bad, but I will say a really severe reaction within me. But our life can demonstrate that as well. For me, it came as a physical in my body, but your life can have some type of reaction that feels like you're suffocating, that feels like you're stuck, that feels like you don't know where to go, that feels like what in the heck is going on? Anybody had those experiences in your life? 
You're like, what in the heck is going on? And then when you ask what else can happen, you get your answer, right? <laughs> and then you get upset with God or yourself, and it's like, God, you ask what else can happen? Murphy's Law goes in superdrive in your life, right? <clears throat> I'm listening. God's got a lot going on. My sister's birthday is this month. My sister's anniversary is this month. Her husband's birthday was Friday. And I'm realizing that that's what's that turmoil that's been going on inside of me that's making me not feel like I can't breathe. I feel like I can't breathe because I'm used to celebrating this month with her, both their birthdays and their anniversary. And I feel like I can't breathe because part of me doesn't want to go through that without her. Her birthday's on October 29th. And I feel like I can't breathe, like I can't get through this month because it's difficult to, because I don't want to do it without my sister, right? That's hard to do. And this is the first year. And then you're going through the holidays, and she always made the cheesecake, and it was pretty good cheesecake. I made sure I got a couple pieces before anybody else. And then I go get another one and say, this is my first one. <laughs> but it's so interesting to be in this space. It's a feeling of loss. It's what it feels like to go through the dark night of the soul. Anybody experiencing something or had an experience where you've had a loss and it's your first time going through it and it's really raw and it's really serious and it, you feel like you're suffocating because you don't know how to handle it. But this week, I've been sitting in the secret place of the Most High. I've been listening to the urgings of God. And God told me, as the leader of the church, you're not meant to hide what you're going through. You meant to walk through it in Christ and share your experiences and be the example that is Jesus as you walk through it. To share your triumphs and get into the space where you walk together. And sometimes that means getting the support of the people who you are leading. So I'm getting a deeper expression of who I, who I am in God on a deeper level. Now I thought I knew when my mom transitioned because that was really hard too years ago when my mom transitioned in 2005. But as you move to a higher level in consciousness, you go deeper into those wounds inside of yourself, and you cannot do it by yourself. And the only one who can bring up those wounds and still sit with you in the wounds and hold your hand through it no matter what and give you that feeling of peace in the midst of it is God. Nobody knows what's going on inside of me that's being rocked like my whole world is being rocked. No one knows that. No one knows that feeling of suffocating. No one knows the feeling of wanting to pick up the phone and say, hey, Sandy, what are you going to do for Sean? And what's Sean going to do for you? And then you realize you can't do that. Now, you may have experienced your own experience of it, but you don't know my experience of it. And I've had my experience of it, but I don't know your experience of it. But I tell you who does. 
And I tell you where you can go right down inside into that space to feel that comfort and feel that peace. Even when you're in the midst of crying, even when you're in the midst of hurting, you're just releasing, letting your body go through the transition of shifting out of the consciousness of having them in the physical world, but knowing they're always there in spirit. You got to get used to that on all levels. You got to get used to it psychologically. You got to get used to it spiritually. My sister and I were always praying together. So I got to get used to that, not having her physical words going through my head, but remembering the spirit of who she is. I'm not saying who she was because spirit never dies. It's the spirit of who she is. And as I share her with other people, she stays alive in me. And that's what I need to do to stay in that. And when I do that and I'm celebrating her and I'm calling my sisters, my other sister, my brothers and dealing with it, it works so perfectly. So as I'm realizing, Friday, I went and prayed with my brother at his church. They do an um, a all-night thing sometimes, and sometimes it's a 24-hour thing, and I went with him and prayed. And part of our part of prayer was for families and for marriages. So the family part I was praying for was not just the physical family that's here, I'm realizing I was praying to create a space for those of us who who've, uh, are experiencing the physical transition of a family member, but we're still rooted in the love that was there. My sister still holds a space in the family. Your, your family members who passed still hold that space in the family. And the other part was marriage, the covenant of marriage. My sister was one with her husband. That can never, never be severed. It was until she, it was till death to do her part. She passed away. But I have to hold that space for him because I know he's missing her. So when we are in a space of mourning or grieving in that place, what I do is I don't just pray for myself to be at peace. I pray for those who are feeling it too. That's why I ask how many of you are feeling it too so I know where my heart can go and touch and agree with you that you are in the secret place of the Most High and that in the moments where it gets so hard, you can say, peace. And then you can say, be still and know to yourself that I am God. Now, how do you know that you are God? Jesus says the Father and I are one. That means that everything that is in God is in you as well. That means that any situation that you have your, that you see yourself in right now, you have the power to move yourself out through your thinking, through taking those divine ideas, which drop down inside of your body as divine thoughts. And so now as I'm expressing to you, that's my healing experience. Sharing is the healing experience. When you hold it in, you hold in a vibration that's not meant for you. It's meant to be shared. We are co-creators. We are made in the image and likeness of God to create. We're co-creators with God, but I'm also a co-creator with you. And I'm also a co-creator with you, Lauren. And I'm also a co-creator with you guys. With everyone here, whatever. Why do I say that? Because whatever you do, I start thinking about it. And how I respond, you start thinking about it. And then my world is created, and then your world is created. What if we want to create in the same space of what it feels to be in the secret place of the Most High? What if we decide that? What if we decide to always move from a space of Christ, no matter what you're going through? There's this um, book called The Four Agreements. Anybody heard of that? Be impeccable with your word. Don't make assumptions. 
Don't take things personally and do your best, right? But somebody will do something, it'll trigger you or say something, and you'll take it personally. And we jump to conclusions and get an attitude. You moved out of the sacred place of the Most High. You're not in a space of love. What happens is 90% of what's going on is what's your past, and 10% is what triggers it. So me remembering my sister, that's the past. That's the past. She's not here physically anymore. But I can allow whatever's happening, even moving into the month of October, I can allow that to move me in a space of peace. And any situation that you guys are in, it's the same thing. You can speak to the situation with your words. Do you know that? I can speak to the situation with my words. Together, I can speak to the situation with my words. What words do you guys want to throw out right now? What are you, what are you praying for? What are you praying from a space of? I'm asking for real. Openness. Openness. What else? Love, peace, what else? Acceptance, joy. What else? Harmony. What else? Faith. Do you know that that's the same, the things that you've called out are divine attributes of God? And they were dropped down because of my question. What are you praying from? When you move into the space, see, we're not going to move into what you're urged into doing yet until you learn how to hear what's going on inside of you. Because most of the time, what's going on inside of us is our personality having a temper tantrum or a fit. <laughs> Seriously, right? What the heck were they thinking? What is it? Complaints and all this? Your mind just going through? And then you have a conversation with yourself, and then you might talk out loud and talk back to yourself. <laughs> I do that sometimes. I was like, who are you talking to? Nobody. <laughs> but that's what we do. Just think about it. How much of your time is spent literally in tune? I won't say connecting with, because you're already connected with the presence of God. But how much of your time is literally in it, consciously attuned with it? Like, seriously. How many of you can say 50% of the time you are in connection with the secret place of the Most High? That's what we're here to be. How many of you can say that 40% of the time you walk and react and respond from the secret place of the Most High? How many of you can say that you even hear when God is tapping you to tell you to stop and be still? and know that I am God. God is always talking to us. We gotta move deeper, people. We gotta move back into the intimacy. You know what intimacy means? It means into me, I see. Into me, I see. And as I see in me, I see in you. Whatever I see in me, I see in you. And when I see the God's presence, that nothing can change the fact that you are absolute good, that I am absolute good, that's what I see for you. That you are perfect, whole, and complete. When I see it in me, that's what I see in you. The people who are out shooting people up, 
the people who are bullying, they don't see from the place of the most high in that moment. They think their place is the most high in their mind, the personality. It is time for us to seriously move into a higher vibration of the abundance. And when we're saying these affirmations and when we're saying this growth affirmation, like really don't even just say it before you've gone into the secret place of the most high because your personality is speaking and there's limitation in the personality. And then there's a, how's this going to happen? Wait, really? It's going to happen? Well, how long is it going to take? All of those thoughts go through your mind. I'm not the only one, right? Am I? <laughs> Y'all looking at me like I'm the only one. I've heard some of y'all talking. I know I'm not the only one. <clears throat> but seriously, Dwayne, can you do me a favor? Can you bring up the, the growth affirmation, please? I want us to quiet yourself down. You can keep your eyes open because when you move into the secret place of the Most High, I want us to be able to do it whether we have our eyes closed or not. You can be still and still be moving because your consciousness is focused on the Christ. You can be still and be in a moment of a crisis. When my sister was passing away, it was a lot going on, but I was still pay, I was at peace. And my husband Howard was looking at me. He kept expecting for me to break down in that moment, but I couldn't because I was tapped into the, the, the secret place of the Most High. I was being still and knowing that I was God. I needed to be that presence of God for my sister. And I can't do that when I'm boo-hoo-hoo-hoo. And she's looking at me boo-hoo-hoo. And she's like, oh my God, it's going to be like hell when I go to heaven. You know, because I'm boo-hoo-hooing. But when you sit in a space, I was in peace and I was smiling at her. And I was praying with her. And I was telling her it's okay to be scared. Because I connected. So in this moment, there is nothing drastic going on. We can be in a space of peace. You can, it's easy to do it now. Keep practicing when nothing's going on so that when something goes on, you automatically know how to get in there. Even give yourself a word. Mine is God Almighty. God Almighty. God Almighty. And I've, I've often be able to not been in a space where I didn't need my inhaler because I've been able to quiet myself down and get there quickly. When the smoke came out of my mouth, I was like, Pat, hello, smoke. Oh, that was a trip. And my lungs responded, but my mind is on God. So all of us, put your hand on your heart and feel your heartbeat. You feel that, right? Yes? yes. Oh, I was about to say, clear? No, I <laughs> Do I got to pull out the paddles? Okay. Feel that space. God is making your heartbeat. It's the presence of God, that sacred space of God is making your heart. You can't control, you can't make your heartbeat. Now you can slow it down and you can speed it up, but you can't control the beating, the fact that it's beating. Be in a space of feeling peace right now. The love, the peace, the acceptance, the joy, all of those things. And open yourself up, take a deep breath. Take another deep breath. You feel peace right now? 
Now let's say this affirmation together. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy. Now stop. Do you see that? Fills our hearts with love and joy. When you say those words, feel it. Keep going. And provides us with all the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. Now, that last sentence, a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world. The truth is, we are already spirit-filled. That's the truth. But is the truth that we're always expressing it? No. I promise you, the more you move into a deeper intimacy with God, and the only way to do that is to be at peace all the time. That's why praying unceasingly. Praying unceasingly means consciously always being aware of the Christ within you, being aware that you are God. If you always knew that God was in your presence, always knew that God was in your presence, how would you act? Seriously, how would you act? Somebody cut you off and you go and you realize God's in the seat next to you, what would you do? How would you act? Would you always know that you were safe? Yes? Would you always know that you were safe? Yes? Thank you. Lordy, God, are you hearing this? Would you always know that you are abundant? Yes. Would you always know that there's divine health in you no matter how your body is responding? Yes. Would you always know that you are loved no matter how someone treats you? Yes. Why would you know that? Because God is with you. So why not know it all the ways? God's always with you anyway now. Stay in the secret place of the Most High. That is what I want us to do this week. And I want us to continue, but just start practicing intentionally this week as much as you can. Quiet yourself down. Be still and know. And especially when someone's kicking you off, that's when you got to be still even more and know. Even if you got to say, wait a minute, and then walk away. Be still and know. Be still and know. Be still and know. I am God. I am. Whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to do. This is so crucial because the vibration inside of you is what creates what goes on inside of you and the vibration inside of you is what creates what is holy and healthy or what is sinful and unhealthy am i the only one who wants to be healthy in here i am a divine child of god together i am a divine child of god i dwell in a secret place of the most high together I dwell in the secret place of the Most High. I will always know that I can be still. Together, I will always know that I can be still because I am God. Together, because I am God. Say it again. I am God. One more time. I am God. Do you believe that? Do you think you'll believe that when you leave out of here? You're going to continue to believe it no matter what's going on. Yes. (laughs) Yes? Yes. (laughs) We got some, well, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) At least you're being honest. 
right? At least you're being honest. <laughs> you, right? you always have whatever you need. God is your fortress. God is your peace. God is your safety. God is your help. God is your wholeness. As long as I've been sitting up here, since I got up on that pulpit, I have been able to breathe freely because I am letting God flow through me. I have tapped into the sacred place of the Most High. And I promise you, no matter what's going on, I remember a couple years ago when I was speaking in Flint, I was going through an experience of bronchitis. But every time I got up there to speak, you couldn't tell. For an hour on the way home, I was hacking and coughing and wheezing, hacking and coughing and wheezing. And I was like, is this the same person that was just speaking? Because I had to keep remembering. You gotta keep your mind on it and your body will follow. No matter what it is, keep your mind on it and your body will follow. It has to, it has to. Do you believe that? Yes. Do you receive it? Yes. Will you be it? Yes. You promise? Yes. Okay, amen, thank you.